I'm San Francisco Chronicle columnist Heather Knight, and you're listening to Fifth Admission. San Francisco's rental market has been extremely tight and way too expensive for years, but not anymore. The number of available apartments has soared and rents are plunging. Landlords are offering free rent, rent reductions, and even gift cards worth thousands of dollars. What does it mean for San Francisco long term? Chronicle reporter J.K. Deneen explains what's going on and what it means for our city's future. J.K. Deneen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Heather. We're going to wing this. This is working from home. Um, I have loud children and somebody's mowing their lawn. You have construction going on, but Yeah, hopefully... they just took a lunch break, I think, <laughs> okay. so I should be All okay. Right. <laughs> hopefully listeners will hear some of what we're saying. Yeah. Um, so you have a really interesting story looking at the San Francisco exodus. So is that a fair term to use? You know, you're hearing a lot these days about people just fleeing the city. Is that accurate from what your reporting tells you? Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, the the fact that um, inventory, apartment inventory is up um, 96% from a year ago uh, is lays out a pretty stark picture of what's happening. Um, I think it's very uneven. Um, there are neighborhoods that have tons and tons and tons of empty apartments, um, especially neighborhoods that have had a lot of development in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. like Mission Bay and um, Soma and Civic mm-hmm. Center area. Um, also areas that tend to have, you know, less likely to have outdoor space, uh, more likely to have issues with, with um, you know, street crime and homelessness, mm-hmm. um, more likely to have younger workers who are more mobile and don't have, you know, other attachments necessarily to the Bay Area, like kids in school and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those people are packing up because so, they can work remotely from wherever and they've decided that the price and stress of San Francisco is not worth it anymore. Is that yeah, generally and there, what you're you know, all the fun stuff, like everybody, you know, people have made this point over and over, but yeah, all the fun stuff to do, um, baseball games and Chase Center, war, going to see the Warriors and nightlife and restaurants and Tinder and everything that young people do <laughs> is like, you know, not, is all shut down. So, um, you know, Boise's looking pretty good. Yeah, because the nightlife... Maybe the nightlife yeah. is better in Boise. I don't know. It might be. <laughs> At this point. Um, so you have you have some stats from a survey from the San Francisco Apartment Association that showed that um, more than 14% of tenants in the city have broken their leases. And others are asking landlords for major rent reductions. Um, nearly 43% of landlords in the city have received requests to lower the rent. Um, so how are landlords responding to all of this? Um, I mean, they don't have a ton of leverage. Um, they are responding by generally asking, um, uh, tenants to, to sign a new lease, um, and in exchange for lowering rent. Um, it's, uh, in general, um, I have found that some, I mean, some landlords are, are, are initiating actually the conversation and offering a 10 or 15% reduction in exchange for a new lease. Um, most are, I think the, out of the, I think 37% of landlords in that survey said that they had actually granted, le- um, reductions in rent. Um, I have heard from some of the bigger, um, more institutional, like real estate investment trust type landlords, um, have been less willing to, to give breaks to current tenants. Um, uh, I had a situation in South Beach, uh, where a woman, um, was pay, I think paying third, she and her roommate paying 4,600 bucks a month. Wow. And, um, you know, we're looking, and then they looked and the, you know, the same unit was being offered for, for 20% less. 
and the new people were getting two free months. Um, and so they basically went to the landlord looking for the same sort of deal and were turned down. Um, I heard a similar story of a tenant on Rincon Hill um, who was also turned down. Uh, I mean, I think that that's short-sighted because those landlords are going to have a really hard time um, filling those units. Um, but yeah, just uh, it, you know how on Twitter when you're a reporter and you are looking for, for, for stories or people to interview about things, it's usually a pretty um, uh, scant response, at least in my experience. Yeah. I was overwhelmed with anecdotes. Uh, dozens of people um, messaged me on Twitter uh, saying that they had received reductions. Um, one guy in Glen Park um, said he had already had a pretty good deal and um, he gave his notice to move and his landlord offered him 25% off his rent. Um, so he stayed. Huh. Um, another person was offered um, his rent is, this was in Alamo Square, his rent is 2,800 bucks, um, which he said was typical of the building, mostly studios. Um, new uh, tenants are being offered the same units for 2,300. Um, he asked for that same deal and was given a couple hundred bucks off his rent, but also a $3,000 Visa gift card from his oh landlord. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Not bad, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So, you know, people are, I think may, everybody's kind of making it up um, as they go along, but um, uh, it, you know, the information is, is out there. And so with the internet and with all of these listings, um, it's pretty easy to, to find out what kind of deals your landlord is offering newcomers. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's, um, uh, with, with a little bit of internet research, you can quickly gain, if you're a tenant, um, quite a bit of leverage. Yeah. So how far has rent fallen in San Francisco? It's unlike, uh, housing sales of, of, of condos or, or houses, there's really no public documentation of what rents are. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, uh, there's asking, so you know what, what companies are, 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 are putting down as they're asking rent, but that's not necessarily the rents that get, get, um, paid. Uh, there's also free rent, um, which, um, is pretty much, uh, um, ubiquitous right now, especially in the newer buildings, you know, four to eight weeks is typical. Um, but, um, I think anecdotally, um, rents have fallen around 11 or 12%, um, mm -hmm in overall in the city in san francisco um and probably um closer to 20 percent um in neighborhoods uh sort of the the general downtown neighborhoods, civic sort of civ from civic center um all the way sweeping across through downtown down to mission bay i'll be right back with jk Deneen. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. So the more um, family-oriented neighborhoods are not seeing as many people leave because they have like deeper ties to San Francisco than tech workers who are single and can just take off. Is that kind of generally what I you're finding? I think that's true. Yeah, and also um, you know, more likely to have outdoor space. 
And where is everybody going? Uh, well, that's a different story, but um, <laughs> I think, you know, all over the place, um, that's, I'm trying to get to the bottom of that. Definitely a huge um, increase um, in uh, demand for housing in Tahoe, in the Sierra Foothills, in Sacramento, um, in the East Bay. Um, and then a lot of people are going home, um, you know, younger people who, who have parents um, in other states who might have a house with a pool or, um, you know, a spare bedroom um, are going there temporarily. Um, I think, you know, a lot of these people will come back. Um, a lot of people are um, putting their stuff in storage. Um, but if they, you know, and their companies are telling them that, that, that the earliest they would come back is, is March or June or so they're, um, just kind of taking stock and, and, um, you know, temporarily saving a bunch of money by, by leaving the city. Mm -hmm. Do you think this phenomena will reshape San Francisco over the long term? Or do you think that all of these people will come back and it'll go back to the way it was, you know, in January and February? I think it will reshape the city. I think a lot of people will come back, but a lot of people won't. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't think that rents, I think rents will continue to fall um, probably throughout next year. Mm -hmm. um, or at least will will plateau at a much lower level than they were pre-COVID. Um, and I think there'll be, you know, really high vacancy and, and it'll be a renter's market for in 2021. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I think it will provide an opportunity for um, people who make less money than than you know what we've seen the last few years with the five thousand dollar two bedroom apartments to you know give them an opportunity to, to come back. I always think about two thousand and two when I moved here um, and I we rented a flat for seventeen hundred dollars in North Beach that had been rented previously for twenty seven hundred. Wow. Um, yeah, and there were you know, huge vacancies and for rent signs all over North Beach where we lived. Um, so I, I mean, I, I don't, I think you'll see that again. Mm -hmm. Well, that could be a good thing if people like artists and teachers, nonprofit workers can actually afford to live in San Francisco. It could be. And especially for, I mean, I think in particular, the nonprofits that have been driven out to the East Bay and to other places for the last five years, I mean, office spaces, if, if rents have fallen 10 to 20%, office space is, is going to just uh, fall way more than that. Um, and so there could be opportunities for, for lots of arts groups and nonprofits to grab um, more affordable commercial space. Are you finding um, that companies are breaking their leases on office space or what is happening with that? Or are they um, just kind of cleared that out and is holding tight? Still, um, yeah, there, there's been some of that, um, but really it's just, you know, the nobody knows what's going to happen. And so, yeah. you know, companies are, and it, it's, you, it's a lot easier for, for, you know, a couple to break lease an apartment than a, you know, than a, um, a tech company with a hundred thousand square feet. Right. You know, what we're seeing right now is, is a lot of um, sublease space coming on the market because those companies are on the hook for that space. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are they subleasing them to? Because nobody can. No one yet, but so, they're so trying people to. Can work. I see. And so if rents in, you know, downtown and Mission Bay have fallen by 20% already, like, what are you, 
if you had your crystal ball out, what would you expect to see, like, say, six months from now, 12 months from now, in terms of how far these rents can continue to fall? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on what happens um, with the vaccine. and But, I mean, I, I think they could fall another 10 or 20 percent. I mean, but you know what? Like, if 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 at the at the peak, the peak rents were already falling pre-COVID, and then the peak was was few years ago um and so uh and the rents that people were charging were unsustainable i mean if you had um you know uh even a 20 percent discount on a on you know 3600 bucks for a one bedroom is Mm -hmm. um is really expensive right still expensive yeah you know you're still you're still talking um you know three grand for an apartment yeah And how are you being affected personally? Are you seeing your friends leave? I haven't seen you in such a long time, so Um, gotta catch up. (laughs) No, not really. Uh, Friends haven't are you know most of my friends have kids in high school, Mm -hmm. Um, and I know of a family that moved up to Oregon. My friends who left um, were more likely to have left uh, when their kids were younger. Yeah. Um, you know, a bunch of people moved to the East Bay, uh, good family, f- close friends moved to Nevada City. Um, mm-hmm. But generally, no, people are sticking it out our, of, of our um, group group of friends. Yeah, same here. I think once you have kids in school, it's a, a different ball game entirely. Yeah. Well, it's nice to hear from you. And thanks for a great story. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Heather. Thank you to J.K. Deneen for joining me today, to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and to you for listening. 